Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the State of Innovation podcast brought to you by the Illinois Science and Technology Coalition. I'm Matt Bragg, director of ISTC, um, and today we have a, a really exciting interview with Kate Timmerman, who is the executive director of the Chicago Quantum Exchange. It was a great time to sit down with Kate because this past week it was announced by the Department of Energy um, that both Argonne and Fermilab, Illinois' two federal research labs, um, have been awarded new uh, research centers in quantum. Um, so we talked with Kate about you know what that means and and how we've gotten to the point where um, you know the state's able to announce these two new research centers. Um, and CQE's been a, a big part of that, bringing together um, some of the big research universities um, in the state and in the region, together with some of our um, industry members that are working on quantum, um, as well as the startup community. We also talked quite a bit about that industry engagement uh, focus of, of CQE and how they are working with industry both around designing their research in a way that, that is helpful for our companies uh, in the state and in the region, um, as well as the workforce piece. So how do we make sure we have uh, a skilled workforce in quantum that's able to fill the jobs of the future? Um, so we talk about all those things as well as Kate's background and how she became interested in quantum and uh, came to, to be the executive director of CQE. Um, so without any further ado, here is my interview with Kate. So Kate Timmerman, uh, thanks so much for joining us here on the State of Innovation podcast. Thank you for having me. So um, this is incredibly timely to have you on the podcast with new announcements in quantum um, and just everything going on. Um, but before we get into that, um, I do want to start with just kind of a bit about your background uh, and career arc and sort of how you got interested in, in quantum and, and hooked up with CQE. So um, maybe if you could take us all the way back to kind of your origin story, I suppose, and, um, you know, how you got to, to CQE. Sure. Um, so I am a scientist by training. Um, I did my bachelor's degree at Oberlin College in Ohio and uh, got a PhD from University of California, Davis, actually both in neuroscience, so a little bit different from quantum information science, but actually relevant, um, considering some of the quantum sensing opportunities. Um, and I moved to Chicago initially, uh, right after undergrad, fell in love with the city, met some dude who is now my husband, <laughs> I fell in love with as well. Um, and I think one of the things that, you know, has, you know, driven me in life is science. And the other thing is, uh, you know, very, you know, uh, commitment to Chicago as, as a place to live, but then also a place to work and, you know, building that broader scientific ecosystem here, I think is incredibly important. Um, and so I did a, a postdoc after getting my PhD and over my career have worked uh, at Northwestern, at University of Chicago, a few different institutions, doing things like building inter-institutional collaborations, which is very relevant to the Chicago Quantum Exchange, um, helping develop and flesh out research, pro scientific research projects. Um, and uh, it, a few years ago in 20, 17, 2018, uh, joined the Chicago Quantum Exchange as the executive director um, to, you know, essentially take this collaboration of 
academic institutions and national labs in the broader Chicago area and, and really build a, a robust ecosystem that benefits not only scientists, but also industry and the, the whole region. Great, so I think it's a, unfortunately, maybe a prerequisite for every conversation about quantum to get into what the heck is quantum. So I think, you know, broadly people understand, you know, it has to do with computing. It's kind of the next generation of, um, you know, how we um, do computing and networking. And um, it's kind of the, the next frontier, so to speak. But maybe if you can give us just the, the super quick and dirty, what is quantum? Why is it so exciting? You know, why is it such a topic uh, of focus for so many right now? Sure. Um, so really, it's, it's technology at nature's smallest scales. So classical physics, so from the atomic level and above, acts in one way. And anyone who's taken Physics 101 kind of learns about that. Freakishly, from, from the atom below, the subatomic level, the physics is totally different. And that's what quantum science focuses on, is not only understanding what happens you know, at the level of an electron, but also now that we have a general understanding of, of, of what happens, how you can actually develop tools and technologies to harness those properties and do really exciting things. And uh, you know, the way I kind of think about it is, is quantum information science uh, comes from kind of two fields, physics and computer science. And that's also where you know, the, the huge opportunities are as well. So building a quantum computer is of course one that we, especially in the United States, talk about all the time. Um, but there are also a lot of other technologies that have an impact not only on fundamental science, but you know, one of the things that we're working on is making sure we're working with the industries that will be leveraging quantum science many decades into the future. Yeah, great. So that's, um, I think a little bit about quantum, but let's jump into what is the Chicago Quantum Exchange, right? I, I know it's been around for a few years now, uh, but maybe for those that are less familiar, just give us a, an overview, you know, how did it start? Why did it start? Um, and then, you know, all the, the partners that you've brought on board uh, as part of CQE. Yeah, um, so it launched in 2017 to do a variety of things. One, to build a community of scientists and engineers across universities and national labs. It was launched as a collaboration between the University of Chicago, Argonne National Laboratory, and Fermi National Laboratory. So two of the Department of Energy National Labs here. Um, it was built to kind of build that collaboration, but then also be a front door to organizations and entities outside of universities and national labs. So, you know, that includes the federal government, but in particular that in includes companies. Um, over the past few years, we've grown in a variety of ways. We have, um, we've, we've grown in a variety of ways. We have expanded to include the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and Northwestern University. So those are our members. And you, you know, these are not only powerhouses in the region, but per particularly powerhouses in quantum information science. And then we've launched a partnership program with companies. So we have more than a dozen corporate partners that, that are part of the Chicago Quantum Exchange. And when we work with companies, we work to develop research projects that benefit both academics and people in national labs, and then also the companies. Um, and we also really focus on 
workforce development and education at a variety of levels. Um, everything from supporting postdoctoral scholars, so people who have their PhD and are interested in getting more advanced training. And, and one of the things that we do is we have a, a postdoc program with IBM where a postdoc works at a CQE member institution, but they're working on a project hand in hand with IBM. So they're, they're continuing their academic career, but they're also getting a better understanding of what the opportunities in industry are. Um, another example is we are this September launching a certificate program in quantum science and engineering, which is really actually geared towards people who are slightly more advanced in their career. Someone who has a master's degree or PhD in, let's say, physics, classical physics, and they're interested in pivoting or even helping their company understand how what the opportunities are in quantum information science. Um, and so, so this certificate program is really aimed at, at retraining people who are already really well educated um, to understand the, you know, the basic tools and technologies currently being used in quantum information science, but then also uh, understand what the current hurdles are and, and what really needs to move forward you know, to get to that place um, a few years into the future. Yeah, you know, and when I look at CQE, I think one of the things that's that's so unique about it and powerful is that industry connection. You know, I think any of us that have worked with universities know that, um, you know, just getting universities to work with each other uh, is a hurdle, but bringing industry in um, and really engaging in a meaningful way like you all are doing, I think is, is one, it's a challenge, but two, it's, it's really impactful when it's done well. Um, so kudos for that. Um, so it sounds like, you know, the, the industry engagement is really around two areas, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but the, the first is kind of making sure that research going on at the CQE institutions, um, you know, our two federal labs, the universities you mentioned, um, is kind of grounded in what is the next sort of generation of this technology for industry. Um, and then the second being you know, creating that kind of talent pipeline in quantum so that, you know, this field can continue to kind of emerge. Um, and, you know, you've got some, some really, you know, powerful and impactful companies as part of this too, right? You've got IBM, I know, and, and Boeing's a part of it and Microsoft and, um, you know, even some startups, I, I know. So, um, you know, that's, that's really exciting. And, um, you know, the, the, you know, we're recording this on, on the heels of uh, an announcement that's really exciting for the state and the Chicago area. Um, and that, of course, is the um, two new centers at Argonne and Fermi for quantum computing. So um, maybe you can give us a little bit of background. You know, what, it, what was this announcement? Um, what does it mean for Chicago? Um, you know, what was, you know, CQE? I think having CQE is obviously a, um, gives us a, a huge advantage in the region for attracting these kind of uh, research programs. But um, maybe just, you know, if you can give us an overview of, you know, what was the announcement, what does it mean, and, and what does it mean for Chicago? Sure. Um, yeah, so, so this week the Department of Energy announced that they were launching five different centers in quantum information science across the country, and we in the Chicago region, you know, have been working for the past one and a half years to try our best to make sure that the Chicago area gets even one of these centers. And the fact that we got two of these centers is, uh, you know, of course makes us very happy, but 
really, I think it also is a testament for the great work and growing reputation that the region already has in quantum information science. Um, so the, the two centers are, there's a center called QNEXT led by Argon. Uh, David Auschlam is the director and Joanne Hewitt from Slack is the deputy director. Um, and the QNEXT collaboration has more than 20 partners. It aims to advance um, you know, the, the control and dissemination of quantum information science. It will create two national foundries for quantum materials, develop quantum sensors, and you know, do a lot of work to advance quantum information science. The Fermilab Center is led by Anna Grassolino, and it's the Superconducting Quantum Materials and Systems Center. And, and the goal of the Fermilab Center is to build and deploy a, a quantum computer based on superconducting technologies. Um, and, you know, Fermilab as a higher energy physics lab does a great job of leveraging quantum science for high energy physics applications. So one of the things that they're interested in doing is developing new quantum sensors that can hopefully lead to the discovery of, for example, dark matter and, and um, other cool uh, cosmology applications. Which, which is both of these things are really exciting. I think they, you know, they enhance what's already being done and they, you know, have been in both involve a lot of different CQE partners. So the QNEX Center has partners, including the University of Chicago, University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, University of Wisconsin-Madison, and a, a lot of the CQE's corporate partners like Intel and, and Boeing and the like. The um, Fermilab Center, is, Rigetti is one of their partners. Northwestern is one of their partners. UIUC is. So, so yeah, they're, they're, they're both leveraging a lot of the connections uh, that, you know, the CQE has, has helped to, you know, build in the Chicago region. Yeah, so that's that's super helpful. Um, and, and one of the things I think, you know, from an economic development standpoint, we've been trying to understand and, and many others have, including some in the, uh, the more mainstream media is, you know, it's, it you know, it certainly seems like Chicago uh, is leading in quantum. And, and you mentioned kind of, you know, developing a reputation for, um, you know, advanced research in the field. So from your point of view, you know, how does the region stack up to others? I mean, obviously, Quantum is not unique to Chicago, right? I travel around the country and everyone's talking about quantum right now. So, um, you know, how does Chicago stack up to some of those other areas? And, um, you know, how do you kind of see the, the pathway to, to continuing to lead if we are leading? I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I think it is true. There are plenty of other universities and regions that have a lot of activities around quantum science. Um, I think that when you include you know, the broad group of universities and national labs in the Chicago region, we have a huge strength. It's, you know, more than 150 researchers. And I think the activities that are being done by each of those institutions and then pulling them together to make sure they're all connecting the dots, I think that's what really builds the strength here. I think, you know, we have such a strength on the university side and the national lab side. I think one of the things that's going to make make Chicago a real center for quantum science is bringing in companies. And, you know, one of those things is, of course, working with existing large-scale companies, 
you know, and, and we do that a ton. Um, but then another thing is really supporting the startup ecosystem. And that's an area where I think Chicago has a, a, an opportunity to grow, if you will. Um, you know, we, we have a few startups here. We have some great incubators here, uh, Chain Reaction Innovation Incubator at Argon, um, and a few different other ones. But there, that's, I think that's the, the key to really, you know, turning this, you know, primarily academic and national lab initiative into really building Chicago as the economic ecosystem and region for quantum science. That, that's absolutely kind of where I want to take the conversation next, right? Is, you know, ISTC working in um, very much the field of how do we make sure that, you know, innovation happening within our companies and at our federal labs and, and within our universities makes its way out into the market to create new jobs. So you mentioned startups. Um, I'm curious how CQE is working with that community. Um, obviously, it's, it's so important to make sure that these, um, you know, research um, new frontiers that we're reaching kind of translate into new ventures that, that lead to, to jobs for the economy. So, you know, if you could just kind of explain how CQE is working with um, the startup community and then, I don't know, kind of your overall vision for, you know, how does all this, you know, groundbreaking work at our federal labs and universities, how does it eventually, you know, lead to Chicago growing in terms of um, kind of a high tech, you know, economic hub for the country? Yeah. Um, so to your question about, uh, you know, how we work with startups. So of course we have some startups that are corporate partners, but they're not necessarily, you know, homegrown here in Chicago. There are, is an emerging group of, of quantum science focused startups here in the Chicago region. And uh, up until now, we, we do a lot of work, you know, connecting them to others uh, when there's opportunities. But, uh, and, and one of the things that we are working on in the next year is really building up the, you know, the education and training to both support startups in the region, but then also, you know, educate those, the current scientists who are in graduate school and the like that might have a technology that they are working on, but uh, maybe they don't fully understand the startup ecosystem and how you go from a, a basic science technology to an actual company. So that's one of those things we're definitely working on. And we're doing that with a variety of partners, Polsky at the University of Chicago, um, P33. Uh, and, and, and P33 has been a, a good partner. And I think links to a lot of the other uh, technology applications outside of quantum information science, data science and AI and the like that will build, you know, all together these, these cumulative effects will turn Chicago into the tech ecosystem that I think we are all aiming to get it to be. Yeah, and I think, you know, this is the case for, for a lot of truly kind of deep tech startups. And we find that, um, you know, in a place like Illinois, where, you know, we, we have a lot of incubators and accelerators kind of focus on apps and um, more kind of, you know, I, I guess kind of layman level technologies, right, where, where it's kind of easily understandable, okay, what is this startup or business, um, you know, what is the issue they're trying to solve? Um, I kind of see quantum as being the, you know, when you look at deep tech and kind of some of the issues that startups face in terms of, you know, it, it often takes a lot of capital to get a startup like that off of the ground. Um, you know, how do you find investors that are, um, you know, not only have the capital to do that, but also have the understanding of the technology, even, you know, at a base level to want to invest in those startups. Because I think, you know, 
we often talk about, you know, access to capital. Um, and the conversation, I, I like to kind of spin it around and say, well, you know, Chicago has the capital. The question is, do we have the expertise to invest in some of these, you know, more deep tech solutions? And, and quantum is kind of the ultimate deep tech solution, it seems like right now. So I'm just curious how you guys are thinking about, um, you know, building an ecosystem here that's really ready to invest in quantum. Because I think right now, um, at least from our point of view, it seems like, you know, a lot of the investment is coming, you know, from the federal government. And that's great because, you know, we, we're at a stage now where we're kind of building the basic science. But I'm curious, you know, more long term, how do you see Chicago building that investment ecosystem uh, to really be able to, you know, have these startups be able to scale in the region? Yeah. I mean, I think on the investor side, there, there definitely are, uh, you know, a group of investors that understand deep tech and and understand that the time scales and how it's different from starting an app and, and the like and some of those investors are based here in chicago and you know that's great because once you know a, an investor invests frequently they want their startups to be close to them that's it there are also investors who are here in chicago who are actually invest through large scale like silicon valley funds um so so you know when when a silicon valley fund is giving money you know, you always have that risk of a, of, let's say, a Chicago company having to move out to the coast. Part of, I think, what we can do is, you know, have those investors that are physically located here see what's going on here and make sure that when a company is supported, either locally or outside of Chicago, that they stay here in Chicago, that they don't have to move to the coast. And I, I do think I completely agree that that links completely to the investor funds. So another area that I think is really important, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, this is a new technology and, you know, we're, we're trying to, to incorporate industry and obviously all the research that's going on at, you know, our federal labs and within our universities. Um, but it's also pretty clear that, you know, we're going to need people that understand this technology uh, and can really advance it, right? Kind of the, the workforce piece and um, the pipeline. And I know that you guys are already thinking about you know, how do we develop that pipeline and, and make sure that we have folks that are um, ready to enter the workforce in this field? So maybe you can talk a little bit about you know, the workforce uh, efforts that CQE is, is undertaking. Sure. Yeah. So it, it's true that workforce development is incredibly important to the entire field. Uh, the field, though, built on, you know, decades and decades of research and that work has already been done in companies is growing at such an astronomical pace and the number of companies that are working on quantum science are, is growing so much that there's a significant need for, let's say, quantum trained scientists. And there are organizations like the Quantum Economic Development Consortium that have done research and, and um, done surveys of companies that are that are working in this space and ask them what their workforce needs are and are, are they being met and what they're projected to be in the future already the companies that are already working in quantum information science um, are not meeting their hiring goals because there are so many companies universities national labs that are that are trying to they're, they're all clamoring for the same very small pool of really really educated uh, students and graduates, which is actually a great t 
time for those students and graduates. Um, but they're, they're all clamoring for a very small pool. And so that's one of the reasons why, you know, we really need, we as a country really need to build up this robust pipeline of the, the quantum trained scientists. And that's just today. When you look five years in the future, a lot of these companies, you know, that have been asked about their hiring needs have, you know, been asked, what do you, what do you think your hiring needs are going to be in five years? And they're even higher. And, you know, it's already projected to be at a great loss. Um, and even in the time of COVID, these these companies have, have not yet shifted. You know, they, they still project to, to be hiring in QIS uh, at pretty much the same rates as before COVID. So, you know, we, we as a, a community really have to work on building that robust pipeline. Um, we, you know, have, you know, ways where we support postdocs. So these are people who already have PhDs and, you know, people who are currently in uh, various roles within industry who have a physics background or who have a background where they can kind of pivot to quantum information science R&D. Um, but then we also even need to work earlier than that. You know, all of our universities, of course, have robust undergraduate training programs. Um, but, you know, we need to work even, even earlier. So, so one of the um, CQE members, the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, uh, just got an NSF grant called q to work where uh, it essentially is supporting an, uh, a way to bring together curriculum, tools and technologies, videos, all those kinds of things to bring them on to, into a centralized resource to help uh, provide ways for teachers, you know, even at the high school level to, to introduce quantum information science to, to students, even just as a way to inspire them and get them interested. Um, so, you know, when they move on to the undergraduate level, they have at least a baseline understanding and maybe the excitement um, to be able to, you know, think about careers in quantum information science. Yeah. So, so what's next for CQE? Where do you, you know, I'll give you the interview question. Where do you guys see yourselves in, in five years? You know what, you've already done such amazing work to bring together these, you know, universities and companies and startups. Uh, and really get this off the ground. And that's already bearing fruit, obviously, from, from the new announcements from Argonne and Fermi. But, um, you know, what's next for you guys? Where, where do you see CQE taking things in the next few years? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think part of it is, is what we, we touched upon, you know, just now, kind of, you know, making sure we're supporting that, that broader economic side of things, um, you know, startups, but then also partnering with companies. I think we, one of the things we haven't touched upon is, you know, focusing on, the, the the regions and industries the the industries that are really strong here in Chicago so you know quantum science right now is still at the relatively early stage on the technology side but will eventually be used and useful to industries like the finance industry and transportation and logistics and that's an area where you know we have the opportunity to talk to those companies today so they understand that when the quantum computer and the algorithms and, and whatnot are at a place where they're ready to be used by companies, that those our local companies can really jump and, and start using them quickly and, and hopefully, uh, you know, uh, get the advantages of being the first people to the, you know, to the plate. And yeah, so and I do. 
you go. Sorry, I was just going to say, I do think that's an advantage for Chicago. I mean, we always talk about what a diversified economy we have in terms of industries. Um, and it seems pretty clear that quantum is going to touch on all those industries, right? I think eventually um, the computing that's done across the board is, is going to rely on quantum. So, um, you know, I'm curious, what's your kind of strategy for, for bringing those, you know, different industries in, those, those companies that are, that are based in Chicago, you know, as we move forward? And I think hopefully, you know, companies realize I need to be a part of this because, you know, whether I like it or not, quantum is, is going to be a part of our industry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we work with large companies that have already significantly invested in quantum science. But one of the things that we really enjoy doing is working with companies that are really just trying to figure out how they would participate um, and having those conversations and bringing them to workshops and introducing them to the scientists. So they have a better understanding of where the technology is and where it may be moving forward. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of those Chicago you know, industries are kind of in that place right now. Um, and, and I think having those conversations kind of early and often, so, so when the technology is there and when the company is there, they can both move forward really quickly. Um, I think, I think that's one of the keys to, you know, to working. I think also as we're supporting and, and building up uh, work with and around startup companies, connecting them to those companies because oftentimes they will be the you know the end users of these startup companies products um i think you know one of the things that cqe really likes doing is is supporting you know early initiatives that will then lead to for example large-scale federal grants um but one of the fun things about not being a grant you know by ourselves is that we always get to kind of keep pushing the ball forward. So the question about what are we going to be doing in five years, you know, uh, we will be larger and more robust. But I think that, um, you know, we, we understand kind of the key, our key core areas, right? Research, workforce development, education and training, building that Chicago economic ecosystem. But I think, you know, the fun thing about that I really like about my job is just the incredible flexibility that we really get to jump on opportunities as they emerge. Yeah, and I think that's so important for an organization that sits in the middle of, you know, universities and industry and startups to have, you know, kind of that, that freedom to, you know, not be chasing the next grant, right, but, but, you know, really be providing value to all those universities. And I think, you know, when we think about, um, you know, the industry side of it, just increasing awareness of this technology to industry seems so important to make sure that, you know, if we can create a hub where, you know, our, our larger companies, which you know, traditionally tend to be a little bit less innovative than someone like a startup, right? It's just the nature of being a Fortune 500 company, right? You can't kind of turn on a dime and, and chase a new technology. So having that and the connection to startups, I think is, is so important as, you know, those companies are, are kind of coming online to, you know, what does this mean for us and, and what's the really kind of cutting edge technology uh, in the field? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think it's really, you know, as, as someone who has a you know, deep history of working within universities and the like, it's been really entertaining and fun to work with these companies that, that stereotypically you think of as maybe less agile and see how much innovation is going on within the companies and, and particularly around QIS because, you know, it, it takes just one person within the company who understands the opportunity to really start, you know, some of these large companies to start some small projects and really start thinking about it. Um, and I think, you know, it, it, it kind of makes our 
job a little bit easier because the technology has such opportunity. Um, but it's been really interesting to see how quickly some of these large companies have been, you know, willing to, to really invest in the, in the field. Yeah, no, and I think that's a testament to some of the work you're doing just to, you know, highlight what an opportunity this is and that, you know, even the large companies need to be kind of on the forefront of, of this new technology. Um, so I guess, you know, how can people learn more about CQE? You know, do you guys have any upcoming events or, or things that people, you know, can get involved with as you move forward? Yeah, this fall, we will, every year we put on a Chicago Quantum Summit and this fall we will be putting on our third one. Um, and in the past, it's, you know, been a, a very kind of closed in-person event with, with one public lecture uh, downtown in the city of Chicago. Because of the virtual nature of our work these days, of course, it's going to be a, a virtual conference. So, you know, it, it, the great thing about that is we have the opportunity to, to broaden the participation base. Um, and then we will also be putting on more of a public facing event, which I think might, might also be useful to, you know, the, the person who is not already steeped in physics and computer science and quantum information science. Right, great. So Kate, thank you so much for, for joining the podcast today. It was a real treat to have you on and, and obviously super timely with everything going on. So um, thanks for joining the show. Thanks, Matt. Again, my thanks to Kate for coming on the show. Um, I think that was a, a really great interview touching on the strengths that Chicago and the state have around quantum um, and all the work that CQE and, and others have done to really position the city and the state as leaders in the field. Um, you know, and it's, it's obviously a technology that is somewhat in its infancy in terms of its impact on industry and, and our daily lives. Um, but doing that work early to make sure that Chicago uh, is in a place to lead in the technology, I think is absolutely critical. Um, so my thanks again to Kate for uh, not only for that interview, but for the great work she's leading with CQE. I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Um, as I mentioned last time, um, if you're able to leave us a rating or a review on whatever podcast platform um, you're listening to the show, um, it really helps us out and, and helps others find the show. So until next time, uh, thanks for listening.